What is good? Welcome back to the Walls Talking, the point two point two FM Walls Talking podcast, and it is Latoya Justice Shari Shabazz. Yes, I Shabazz. <laughs> but um, we're in episode one sixty eight, and it has been a long time since I've made an episode. I've attempted to make several episodes, but. There has been some resistance in actually doing another episode due to the fact that I really wanted to come back the right way. One of the things that we tend to do in life is want things the right way. We want our looks to be the right way, the way we go to work the right way, the outfits we wear, so much so that some of us kind of like me have this weird universe in our head where we're like, ah, this is how it will really be because I'm just going to be a bad butt and I'm just going to go in there and just kill it. And you know what really happens? You know what really happens? I'll tell you what happens. It, it doesn't go down like that. Not even in the slightest bit. I wind up walking into a wall or making some weird mistake where I trip when I'm trying to do my sexy, confident walk for a big girl. Or I wind up wearing an outfit that's too doggone loose or tight. And trust me, you would think it'd be more embarrassing to wear a too tight outfit but no, it really is embarrassing to be a big girl wearing a too loose outfit. Too loose. Because it just makes you look sometimes, at least in my case, very much so in my case, sloppy. <laughs> and I don't mean to. But then, even with that going on, I still have high hopes, high expectations for what I want from myself and even higher expectations, it seems, from what I want from other people. And it sucks. Like, sometimes you don't think you're just raising the bar extra to- towards other people. But you really are. You are. I know. Us as women, we have, like, that that sad stray puppy syndrome where we take in strays, hoping to cure them and make them better. We do that in life with everyone it seems like now not every woman is like this not everyone but there are quite frankly are a lot of women and there are men who do captain save a lover quite often and when we have this case where it's men or it's women who take in someone hoping to improve them it becomes sadly obvious that there has to be one out of two things. Either we're really, really nice and we care a lot about people. Like, I care a lot. Like, the movie on Netflix that I'm starting to watch but didn't finish and I hope to finish it. Or we really have bad intentions. Like, what really was the meaning behind the movie, I care a lot. Which means we intend to make them better so we can look better, but we're not looking at the fact that there's something really, really wrong with us on the inside. That's very important. How many times as people, women, have we decided, I'm going to date him. I'm going to date him because he has potential. And we think 
once we get it to a certain place, he'll rise to the occasion. Not even looking at us as people who have potential. We want this man with a college degree or at least a high school degree or a GED, something. We want him to have a great job. <coughs> maybe maybe at the very least 50k, but at the least least 30k. Maybe at the least 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 25k a year. Come on, man. You know, something great. But do you have a job? Do you have the money? Do you understand what it's like to do on your own? We're living in this world in 2021, people, where this pandemic is real and where it's understandable for a lot of people not to have a job and not to have money. But what were you doing before then? Were you sitting there looking for the perfect guy with a list of about one million things and not even thinking about what improvements you need to do on your list? Or were you simply someone who is just attracted to people who you need to save? This is so important. Why is it important? We're going to talk about that today on episode 161. And this episode comes out of sheer understanding that a lot of people don't understand the law of attraction. Don't understand the bootleg version of karma. They don't understand about manifesting the love you desire. Yes, B. Simone said it in the most funniest way. It's hilarious, but it is true. And sometimes certain groups, we do manifest what we desire, but sometimes we tend to have a bigger list on our shoulders than others. And sometimes we tend to have a small list of attributes and things that we can contribute to the relationship because we're not working on ourselves. So we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about the big debate behind this whole thing. The the guy, the guy that made a lot of women very upset and is still probably making a lot of women not probably let's stop lying he is making a lot of women very very upset mr kevin samuels when he talks about on one particular podcast i'm guessing it's a podcast because i think it's on ig live but he also has like this thing that's on youtube and i only started following him because i saw this and I got very, very upset. But then after seeing where it comes from and then thinking about it, I started to formulate some opinions. But before we get into my opinions, we're going to talk about manifesting the love you desire and Kevin Samuel's women that men avoid. All right. So we're talking about that today with myself, Latoya, Justice Shari, that sounds so stupid, Justice Shari Shabazz on episode 168 of the .2.2 Walls Talking Podcast. And we'll get straight into it after the brizzle. That's what she said. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with 
victorious Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good? And we are back. For those of you who don't know, I'm Latoya Tishashari. And now I've added the last name, Shabazz. And in this podcast, you are listening to the Point to Point to Walls Talking Podcast. And it is a whole new year. It's a whole new year. The last time that you heard my voice... <laughs> was in 2020. So how's everybody's 2020 going? I hope that you guys are still safe. I hope that you guys all over the world, shout out to the United States, shout out to Ireland, shout out to Africa, Nigeria, the United Kingdom, shout out to all of my podcast listeners and many more shout outs. I am super excited because I got a chance to take a break. And a lot of people are like, huh, a break? Is that what you're calling it? Yes. I had a mental breakdown for real. I had a lot of stuff going on emotionally that I needed to really, really get through. And I'm not saying that I'm completely together, but I'm saying that my goal is to try to at least get out one episode a week because I have a bit of a creative backup, build up, if you will from not being on the podcast and I have been working on other projects. Um, I'm still working on my book, but I kind of halted a lot of things because I've been trying to get the studio together, trying to get an idea of what I would like for the podcast and what I would like for my books. And also really just taking a lot of R&R and trying to figure out who I am, getting myself back ready to go back, Lord willing, inshallah, very soon to work. I really, really hope that next week (laughs) I go back to work because I do miss my students and I do feel like staying in the house all this time has caused me to go a bit stir crazy. No, I'm playing, but no, not really. It's got me going stir stir crazy, like nutsy cuckoo, like oh my god, like <sighs> crazy. And so I've been working on things, I've attempted to do things and really have failed because I think a lot of stuff really has stressed me out. And I've wanted more and more and more from the podcast, but I started to think to myself, like, how can I ask my listeners to listen more? How can I ask my social media um, followers to, to ask other people to follow me when I'm not really together where I need to be? And along those lines, I started to really wonder who I need to be. And so when this day came up and I had been going through all my searching and soul searching and crying and happiness and sadness and creativity and even moments of just sheer just a creative explosion if you will I had a few epiphanies more than a few actually a lot 
that allow me to be more open. You know that I believe if you listen to the podcast for at least 30 or 40 episodes, um, thank goodness we're at 168, but you, you know that I really do believe in um, the ability to learn from anyone and anything if you open your world and open your mind to what the universe what God is bringing to you. Just open your mind, man. Open your mind. I feel like that was on Total Recall. I feel like that was on Total Recall. But yeah, you really have to open yourself up and understand that there's always something learning. Even there, even when you're learning things, you can learn good and bad from that same lesson. You can see it through a different eye, um, a different mindset, uh, maybe when you get older or maybe even if you finally within a within that time span get a chance to really sit down and think about it from a perspective of empathy or compassion or allowing yourself to submit to it and so during this time of opening up and learning how to submit I, I was able to stumble upon this blessing of seeing this YouTube video where they're talking about this whole thing of, you know, women that men avoid. And I stumbled upon Kevin Samuels. I'm not going to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Before my brizzle, before my sabbatical, I never heard of this man. Never heard of this man. Never heard of this man. But I've heard of B. Simone. I really like B. Simone. Um, I heard of her several years ago. You know, you know, guys, I have my moments of, yes, baby girl. <laughs> I have my moments of doing that because I really do love her. I like her energy and her vibe. I think it's dope. Um, but I never heard of Ken Kevin Samuels. I was like, wow, he's a well-dressed, handsome man. He seems very articulate. But also, he seems a bit angry. I don't know. I don't know. That was my first opinion, but... Later on, we'll see how, you know, this, this folds, unfolds. But I, my first opinion was just based upon what everybody else was saying and not really looking at the full, um, the full picture, which is so very important. So very important. Um, so before we really even get into anything, let's just talk about what originally started this whole experience of people really going crazy was B. Simone talking about manifesting the love you desire. Um, I could play a kill up of it. I really could. Um, cause you know me, I'm good for like, just let me get my clip in. But I feel like I really want to talk about it. And I want you to just look it up. Because, because I'm not trying to steal somebody else's content or material. And at the same time, I really feel like this is one of the things where maybe if I did want to do a, like a, a thing on it, I could do a part two. But I don't want to do the full thing because I'm not trying to steal somebody's content. So, basically, to try to paraphrase paraphrase, I don't know why I said paraphrase, but my behind's crazy, that's what it is. But to try to paraphrase it, um, B. Simone was basically talking about the fact that, you know, a lot of women, 
a lot. And men too. Now she didn't say men, but men do this as well. But women more often. Actually, no, men do this as well too. They have a list. She, you know, he cannot be, he, she, he cannot be, you know, he got to be skinny. He's got to be built. He's got to be, you know, light skin or dark skin or tall, dark and handsome. Or he's got to be short, but not too short. He's got to be tall, but not too tall. He's got to have a job. He's got to have two jobs. He's got to live right next to me. He's got to bup, 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 bup. He's got to have a degree. He's got to have a bachelor's. He's got to at least have an associate's. He's got to at least finish high school. He's got to at least have da, 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 da. He can't work at McDonald's or any type of fast food restaurant. He at least has to work 10 hours a day. You know, we have these lists. These real criterias of lists. And we go through it. And it's not just about the demands of what they have to look like or what they have to have to bring to the table. But, like, we also have this list of, like, what the relationship should be like. Like, he should always take pictures with me. He should always, you know, post his pictures with me. We should wear matching outfits. We should do X, Y, and Z. And a lot of us have all these different things that we want but we're not even thinking to ourselves like baby girl do we meet that criteria but then there are a lot of women who do meet the criteria and have that list but they're not being realistic not because of the fact that they can't pull these men but some of the men that they want don't fit the true goal for what they really want them for See, women tend to think more emotionally, while men tend to think more like, this is a table. This is a, this is a nice, sturdy table. While women say, oh my gosh, it's so custom wood, it's maple, and it's so shiny. And when I see it, it just makes you have this feeling of when I was a little kid and the smell of it when it when it had to have been burnt you know we just get into the emotions of of what it is like like it just makes me feel like when I was six years old and I was sitting at my grandma's table which I'm not gonna sit here and say that men don't do that too because I've talked to Henry plenty of times and he's had moments of nostalgia he's had moments where he would say oh man this brings back some really good memories we all have that, but we also have a difference being a woman where a lot of women want to be taken care of. There are a lot of women who are like, look, man, I can do my own thing. I don't need to have a partner. I don't need to have a man. I don't need to have, you know, a girlfriend. I can do my thing by myself. But then there are a lot of people who want to have a man. They need to have a partner. They need to have a spouse. And they want this person to be a certain way. Now, are you wrong for feeling like that? No. But is it realistic? Hmm. It depends. It depends on the type of guy you want. Now, a lot of women are mad because of what Samuels, Kevin Samuels has said. He said, you know, there are a lot of women that men avoid. They're talking about high... Um, I forget, I get forget how he worded it, like high, like powerful men 
who want to go to balls and rappers and football players and just really, you know, important type men avoid. And from his perspective, women have to be a certain level. They have to be eights or above, tens or above, and they have to look the part. But what a lot of women are failing to realize about what Kevin Samuels is saying to you straight to your face is not just the fact that he's saying to you something about what he does for a living, but he's telling you in the title of what he does for a living that those type of men are not going to want you because of the fact that they're looking for that same thing that he provides as the professional person in that profession that he is. There was a lot of words to get out that sentence. So before we go into that, I'm going to take a short bristle and then I'm going to talk about it. Okay? What is good? It's Latoya, just a Sharisha Bass, and we are back on the walls. 20- Sorry. <laughs> we are back on point 2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast. In this episode, we are talking about be Simone manifesting your love desire. And we're also talking about Kevin Samuels, women that you should avoid. But we were just talking about before we left to go on our short bristle about the fact that Kevin Samuels has stirred up a big ruckus with a lot of women, particularly black women, because they feel like there's a lot of BS. Now, I do feel like some things should be said, in my opinion, to sum up the story, but I'm going to hold those thoughts to the end of this podcast, and I'm going to try to be as neutral as possible. (laughs) Okay, so, if you listen to him, we were talking about before we left on the break, if you listen to him, if you listen to Kevin Samuels, he says what his profession is. This man fully clearly says to you women, black women, white women, Italian women, Asian women, Latina women, all the women, that he is an image consultant. Image is the key word, my friends. Image. It's kind of like going through the whole paragraph and finding the key words when you were in school and you're like, God, I do not want to do this. Well, this is what the key word is. Image. You're looking for him. This is the where's Waldo of the words. Image. He is an image consultant. You cannot be mad at this man about telling women that they are a five or a six or a three and looks and then fuss at him about, well, I think I'm a 10 when he's talking about physical beauty. Okay. Honest to God, he's talking about the type of men who would think you're a 10. He's talking about the type of men who would want you because of this look. He's not talking about in a normal, regular world with normal, regular people who do normal, regular things who would think you are beautiful, who would think you are a 10. He's talking about the type of dudes who would go to debutante balls, who probably would only want women who have light skin privileges or who are just firebomb 10s. And I'm talking about like who are snatched. Their body is toned and ripped like Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland does not have light skin privilege, but I'm pretty sure he put her on the tens list because she snatched. He put Beyonce as an eight, which I'm like, okay, okay, 
okay, what world are you living in? But to be fair, when I looked at the whole list that Ice Cube did for the requirements of what kind of females would would qualify for this star leading lady on on Friday when they first did it, when they first did the show, they listed Beyonce as an eight. So there it is. And this is somebody who I'm pretty sure has seen Beyonce a few times within a few different circles. And he still listed Beyonce as an 8. Now, in our world, Beyonce is a 10 of 10. She's a 10 of 10 of 12. I mean, if I was to say, because my name was originally when I was born, Melissa Benita Davis, which I talked about it. And I say, now, I first started calling myself the Jersey B. Because Melissa means B, but also to honor my mother, who was named Benita, but also my name was named Benita. So I was going to call myself the Queen B or the Jersey B. And he said quickly, no. And I said, well, but, but, and he said, nah. And I said, wait, 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 wait. And he said, uh, nah. And I said, okay. He said, nobody's Beyonce. Nobody. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but I'm the queen of this house. And he's like, okay, cool. But don't try to be somebody else you're not. And then I realized that he was trying to give me a lesson. But at the same time, he he, slapped, he, he shot me down like a little whizzy. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it a lot. I didn't like, like it. I didn't like it a lot. But anywho. So with that factor, if Beyonce is an 8 and Carrie Hilson is a 10, then that lets you know that the men on this list, on his list, are not looking for women who are super duper extraordinarily Mary Poppins successful. They're looking for a certain type of woman who is aesthetically successful, not business, financial, successful, successful, oh my goodness, what, what, what? Successful. They're looking for image Ladies, image, why are you getting mad at a man who's looking for image? He's looking for women that they can take to the ball and dance around with because they want to look good. But as a lot of these women who are getting mad are not thinking about, you want a real love, that Aunt Viv, Uncle Phil love, like J. Cole said, you want something real, you want something truthful. So why are you getting mad at Mr. Samuels when he's talking about the superficial and shallow? You want to cuss him out and comfort him when, when, when he um, goes in, but you're not listening to what he does. He's an image consultant, and his clients who come to him looking for relationships are looking for an image. That's why he says, Women, are you a 10? And that's why he put that out. Because he wants to teach women who say, hey, I want a basketball player, you know, and I want to get married to an, a basketball player. And then they wind up not getting a basketball player or a doctor or a dude with 10 figures that these type of dudes want superficial women. But I'm going to just be 100 with you before I even get into, you know, my personal opinion. Because <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck ten. I've seen basketball wives, I've seen it, I've seen basketball wives, and though I feel like these women are beautiful women, all of those women, based upon what Mr. Samuel says, 
probably wouldn't fit their stand with his standards or those men's standards. And then I say this to say this, not that I don't think that they're gorgeous, because I know that these women are gorgeous. I say this to say if they wouldn't fit the standard and their own basketball wives, then what makes you think that Mr. Samuels is 100% correct? I mean, a lot of these women are getting basketball players, and they don't look like Carrie Hilson or Kelly Rowland. There are women who do look like Carrie Hilson and Kelly Rowland, but some of these women don't. Some of these women look different. It just depends on the type of man. It just depends on what that man wants. A lot of people want to do what the flock does. <laughs> and a lot of times that might help to be in the middle of the flock when there's a wolf about. But if the flock is humans and all the humans jump off the cliff and you're the only one who wasn't in the flock, then what does that make you, smart or dumb? I think it's the latter. I think you're smart. So you have to realize that you can't do everything that everybody else does. I think we have a big problem with trying to fit in with Western society. And one of the things that I saw on there was that Mr. Samuel said, well, we're, you know, because there was a young lady who was talking about her family who was born in Africa. And he said, well, well, you were raised in Western society. And so he tried to, like, put her in a position to make her feel like because she was raised in Western society that she couldn't be with, um a guy who was a 10, I mean, who had a lot of money and who was very successful. But I've seen women who have doctors, who have men who have a lot of money, and they some of them might not be toned. Some of them might not be, you know, 10. Some of them may not be eight. Some of them might not even be threes. But because the man was brought up the right way and understood what it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a real relationship about love. They worked. Not everybody's relationship is relationship goals. And not every man who has money and who is nice and sweet is not hubby goals. Nor is every woman that you see looking snatched to the gods. You know what I'm saying? On Instagrammy, on Facebook. Not every one of them is wifey material. You know what I'm saying? You can't, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> and it just irks me. You can't get mad at someone who's just looking for surface when you're looking for what's within. You want the whole picture, but you're looking at one piece of the puzzle. You're looking at the piece of the puzzle that's the most glamorous and sparkly and beautiful. And you say you want that. But baby, what I'm trying to tell you is you need to get that whole rest of the puzzle. Do you not know what the 80-20 rule is? You looking for the 20, and what you need to get is the 80. Let those people who want the 20% get the 20%. Now, I'm not saying that every one of those people that come to Mr. Samuels doesn't want a real relationship. And I'm not saying that their relationships won't last. But look at his track record. How long has his relationship, longest relationship been i don't know i did not do enough research to know maybe i will but i don't think i care enough about it to know i honestly don't 
Because at the end of the day, I realize that what he's doing is for image. It's not for depth. It's not for love. You can't get mad at someone who's doing something that's not for depth. It's like getting mad at a guy who told you clearly that you're not attractive enough to be his girlfriend, that he's more attractive than you, but it's okay because his because he's supposed to be more attractive than you. And I'm not saying this from my personal experiences, even though I've had some crazy experiences. I'm saying this because when I was in high school, there was a girl who I knew who had a boyfriend who felt so full of himself that he said this to her. But then all along, he was lusting behind this one female who was very attractive, but all along he was cheating on her with several different other very attractive females. See, the thing is, you want the prize. You want to be the prize. But when it comes with being the prize, is you're just a trophy. You're not loved. You can't love a trophy. Lord, my my daughter is doing the most. She's too loud. But anyway, you probably can't even hear her. I'm probably just feeling some type of way because I feel like too many people are trying to look for surfacey stuff. Too many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She loud. She loud. I'm going to take a short bristle and then I'm going to hope that my daughter doesn't do that again. What's good? I, I'm trying to fix this <laughs> and come back with it. But I feel like there are some points that Mr. Samuels had. Like, he would give them a rating system, which is degrading. And it is idiotic. And it reminds me reminiscent of, of slavery days where they used to rate the slaves and they used to make them do for show and, and figure out who they who they would work best with and, 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 and how they would um, work for them. Would it, would it, would they be the best fit? Um, and, and some, a lot of them would say seven and you say, well, no, don't say seven because seven is a safe word, but, 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 and he wouldn't want them to be eights. And he said, well, do you think you're an eight? Beyonce is an eight. And then it, you're a five at best. You're a three at best. You're a one at best, you know, and, Honestly, it does suck. It is degrading. It's humiliating. It's raunchy. It's raw. It's a derp move. But at the same time, even though it is a bad move, it's something that needs to be said. You want to know why? Because I think a lot of women out there are trying to go get these guys to fill that void, that void of wanting security. They want the money for the security, but then they wind up being lonely in the long run. You know, it's, it's, it's a void. They want, they want that. They feel like they're the most attractive woman and they should, you shouldn't knock yourself and say you're less than a 10 for no one. You want to know why? Because the second you accept that you're less than a 10 is a second that you go and you start believing in the possibility of growing as a person. No, I don't look like Beyonce. I won't never look like Beyonce. I don't care how much weight I lose. 
I would never look like Beyonce. I don't want to look like Beyonce because at the end of the day, that's me just copying off of somebody else's greatness. I'd rather look like me. I'd rather be my own self. And I think that's very important. My standard for myself is a 10, which is keeping it, which is getting healthy, staying healthy and, and teaching people how to be healthy mindset wise and everything. It is not about trying to keep up with the next woman or trying to make another man think that I'm a 10 out of 10. I mean, I just, I feel like a lot of women want to, it's like a, a challenge. It's like, oh, well, maybe he going to rate me a 10 out of 10 because, you know, all the guys be hitting me up in my DMs. A lot of times guys hit you up in DM for that opportunity of sex. It's not, I'm just being real. It's not hard for women to get sex. I don't give a crap if she may be a woman that you would never find attractive. I guarantee you somebody out there wants to do the do with her. I guarantee you. I, I don't care if she's sick. I don't care if if people don't consider her attractive. There's somebody who is like, hmm, I might get a chance to do the Mountain Dew with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. But it's the reality. We are all human animals. And we have that animalistic relate behavior. And we want to repopulate and, and, and do certain things. So that's the reality. But as being a human animal, we have a different type of species where we think differently. Where we want to know what the universe is like. And we want to be the best. And being the best is a called the predator-prey situation. There are people who are predators the 10 out of 10s, and there are people who are praise, the fives and belows. There are people who are 10 out of 10, and you know what I'm saying, they feel like they're on top of the world, but as we know, the circle of life, there's always somebody else willing to eat somebody else, and just because that person is 10 doesn't mean that somebody else wouldn't take advantage of them. Holly Berry. Holly Berry, Holly Berry, Holly Berry, one of the most gorgeous females, one of the most popular females in the 90s, with black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican men, doesn't matter, was unfortunately cheated on, and I, to this day, I'm like, whoa, because every man that I knew wanted to be with her. Wanted to marry her, wanted to drink her bath water, which is gross. I'm sorry, it's nasty. Never say that expression. That's disgusting, and yeah. But every man I know wanted to do that. So I don't understand why that would happen, right? That's a lot of people say, why would he cheat on her? Why would he do that? And it's because of something that happened. The law of attraction means you're going to attract someone similar to you. For real. Someone similar to you or similar to the place you're about to go in your life. And unfortunately, Holly Berry attracted these guys. 
Does that mean that Holly's Berry's not beautiful? No. Does that mean she's not a great actor? No. Does that mean she's not talented? No. Does that mean she's not smart and creative and loving and a great mother? No. No, no. Does that mean she's not a great spouse? No. No, 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 no. It just means that there's a possibility that maybe there's something that happened in her life that she has to fix so she can have a better relationship. Now, I don't know that. I don't. But I learned something. I learned something in talking to a lot of people. Addiction attracts addiction. Greed attracts greed. Liars attract liars. Losers attract losers. Lovers attract lovers. It's just true. I've seen it happen a million times. I've seen people say, well, no, I wouldn't go with him. He's da 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 But then you get so desperate that you wind up being with that person. Or you get with that person, but you're like, I don't even know how I got with that person. Or you get with that person, but you don't realize that you have not worked on yourself enough to know you. You can meet Prince Charming, who has everything. And he sees you, and he sees you, and he says, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, you a 10 out of 10. You all right? And he gives you the finger guns. And he says, sha-na-na-na. And you think to yourself, hey, man. Girl. I'm, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing me. And then come to find out, he been cheating on you with the princess and the frog. And Cinderella, Cinderella, dressed in yellow. All of them. But you were looking for that superficial thing. And you did not take time enough to go and find out what was wrong with you and why you were attracting that type of dude because that wasn't the first prince you attracted like that you attracted 10 other nigerian princes i hate that because you know i think i'm part nigerian but i'm just saying that you attracted 10 other people like that and now you're wondering why it's because something about you is attracting it it's all simple math you know what I'm saying? If your end goal <laughs> is an eight, <laughs> you're only going to attract things that equal up to eight in your life. <laughs> if you want to be a 10, you're going to have to, if you want to be a 10 and you want to attract a goal of being a 20, then you're going to have to get yourself to at least a 10 to attract that goal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's all simple numbers. If you want a guy who goes who's done this and that and that, then you're going to have to do that. If you want a woman who's done this, that and that, you're going to have to fill yourself up on that at least first. Because why do you want that in the first place? That sounds like a trophy. That sounds like, oh, I need to have the house with the white picket fence and the big open farmhouse sink. And I need to have a huge garage a five-car garage because of the fact that that's dope. But then come to find out that you don't even use 90% of the house. And that's what happens when you're in a relationship with someone who is not meant for you and who doesn't make you happy and you don't make them happy. You're just getting the things that you need to get and then most of the stuff 
you don't even need. It's like having too many cooch bags. It's like, yeah, I got them, but I can't wear them all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? We have to really consider what we want. We have to really consider that if a man of AKA Kevin Samuels world's high value wants to avoid a certain type of woman, there's a reason why. Maybe because they don't want to be deep. Maybe they just want to float at the top. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But just know that there's a possibility, huge one, that it won't work. Because you have to realize that the divorce rate is 50-50 in this world. I'm pretty sure it's more than that. What is it, 75%? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to ask Google this right now. Hey, Google, what is the divorce rate in the United States? Here's what I understood from Wikipedia. In the United States, the average divorce rate is 50%. Do you want a little more context? No, thank you, Google. That means... Sorry. And I had to ask that because that is a big number, man. We're sitting here looking for fakeness. And I bet you them other 50 people are real as a mug. And they know what they was getting to. They're like, look, I'm going to be with you if you gain 20 pounds, if you gain 50 pounds, if you go bald, if you go limp. I'm going to wipe your butt when you get older. I'm going to smell your gas when you get stank. I'm going to let you scratch my back, and I'm going to scratch yours. I'm going to be with you when you go through your weird vegan phase and your weird water fasting phase and your weird I only wear cotton, now I only wear recycled cotton clothes phase we're gonna be we're gonna be together us ain't breaking up us is forever we forever i'm gonna take my last breath with your last breath and we just gonna have a last breath together that type of love that's what that's what them 50 percent of people are looking for then you have the other people who are in snapchat facebook marriages the microwavable relationships and you have to decipher, is that what you want? Do you want that type of stuff? Because it looks good. Because let me tell you something. Christmas looks beautiful as hell, but it only comes around once a year. What about the rest of the days? I'm just saying. You get prepared 30 days, <laughs> maybe 60, because sometimes right after Thanksgiving, they get prepared for Christmas. They say... <laughs> Shoot, right after Halloween, they get prepared for Christmas. Sometimes they be like, bump Thanksgiving. <laughs> you got, you looking for a Christmas relationship to last forever. And baby, Christmas only comes around once a year. You need a 365. Okay? Around the clock. At least get you a dog on Monday through Friday day, an average day, an average dough day that goes around every day so you can have them all the days. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of relationship you need. People be doing too much. I promise you. They do too much. They do too much. And then they get mad. They get mad. You getting mad on POF. <laughs> with this female who told you that her position is you know she's a um a, a bona fide psychologist I mean a pharmacist home pharmacist when really she just sells that crap 
<laughs> that pyramid scheme crap that they be selling on YouTube to everybody and pretending like she a pharmacist because she wants you to drink this weird tea to lose weight. Girl, you better shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth and keep on talking. <laughs> no, no, stop talking because I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want it, Nancy. I want that crap. Looks nasty. Looks disgusting. I only really drink water anyway. So, no. Thank you. No, thank you. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I crack myself up. I really do. But I'm just saying, like, this is the honest to God truth. When you want something real, you got to be real to go get it. You can't be talking about you ready to go. On the seven voyages of Sinbad, and you're behind, is still sitting at the house. You know what I'm saying? If you want a real journey to really be humble and accepting of life and understand it and have a great family and, and, and love what you have because you'll have everything you need and make your life your own happy place, then you have to be prepared to do some growth and be ready for it and understand that you can learn something from anything. If not, bunch of bullcrap the law of attraction is real you know what I'm saying the law of attraction is real sometimes we may wonder well how did that really smart pretty but quirky girl hang out or date that really handsome tough bad boy well it's because something in them is the same maybe deep down that person is kind of nerdy maybe they're a gamer maybe they're just, you know, I mean, think about it. Pam and Jim off the office. Pam is definitely attractive, but she's nerdy and quirky and goofy. And Jim, even though he was very attractive and he was hot, he still was kind of dorky and nerdy. You know what I'm saying? But he was very brazen and cool and popular. And he was a male. So it made him different. So, I mean, there is something. People go for their yin and yang. You know, they go for the law of attraction. Whatever is your yang, you're going to go for it. Because they're going to have a little bit of your yin inside of them. I'm t Ew. Whoa. Sorry. That went south. No. Nope. Pun not intended. That's what she said. No, no, no. Didn't mean to say that. I'm so sorry. Not really. Reese's, no way. But seriously, I think that that is really. <laughs> I got like a sinister laugh. I think that it's really important to go for what what you need and learn what it is. Okay, right now, I'm about to do my closing thoughts because I've been talking for a minute, and I know y'all like yo. I'm ready to go. I've already done worked out on this elliptical for a good 30 minutes. Now she want to make it 45 and she's still rambling. Like, girl, stop. You know, but I had to really, you know, get into it. Matter of fact, I'm just going to close it out. But before I close it out, I just want to say something real quick because I'm not quite sure if I touched on it. There is a reason why I was out for a minute. And it was because I had to get it together like a puzzle. I had a few things in my life that I really needed to work on. And I'm still working on them. Like, this, they're just in the midst of it. But at least I've gotten through the part where I'm not 
so emotional. I had some family issues and some personal issues that I really needed time to get away from everything and everybody to really work on them so I have enough emotional stability. Because honestly, I went like Mariah Carey and Bone Thugs in the 90s and I went through a break breakdown. Steady breaking me on down. I went through it because I was trying to figure out who I was and question my identity. At the end of the day, I came up with this. If you love what you have, you have everything you need. I know I've said that a million times on this show, but the truth is, that's the truth. You know, whatever faults you may have, whatever problems you may have, whatever people may like you or don't like you, whatever family may not understand the reasons why you do the things that you do because of your history, your past, or because your inability to cope with certain things at that moment because you're still going through your life and you know that you're a driving force of your family, but you still have to deal with your own things at the same time. Whatever that may be, you have to learn to love yourself for it. You can't make yourself feel guilty for not being everybody else's standard. You have to love yourself. And you can't compare yourself to the next person. And you can't get mad when somebody else doesn't agree that you're a 10 or a 5 or a 2 or a 29. You have to understand that you are a 10 in your life. And if you don't feel like you're a 10 in your life then you need to work on it to where you're attending your life. You are who you are supposed to be in life. That's how you are. Don't get mad because someone superficial doesn't want to rate you what you feel you deserve. Because at the end of the day, it's not about getting somebody else's approval. It's about knowing that you're doing the right thing for yourself. All right? So, guys, I hope that you're staying safe and you're wrapping it up like a face mask. I thought you, I, I bet you guys thought I was going to just let go of that little ditty. But I'm freaking not. I'm not going to let it go. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the pandemic is still happening and because I don't want to get the book. Like Frank says. On. It's always sunny. I don't want to get the book. I just don't. I just don't. I just, I don't. I don't want it. You can keep it. I don't want it. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. And guys, pray for me because I'm supposed to be going back to work sometime next week. And I don't want to get the book. But I miss my students. And I miss my motivation. And I can't. It's like kind of like my creative bug. Like I can't be without my creative. I can't be without my students, man. I just, I miss them, man. I miss my little babies. We're going to have to do air high fives like Jim and Pam. But I want them to know that I still, I miss them. And it's been a long year. And I love them so much. But anyway, guys, remember, do not forget that your life, your everything is your happy place. And if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time, you guys, it's Latoya, just a story. Sabaz, signing off. Smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point Two Point Two FM Wall Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice. Shari and your co-host King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast 
and our Twitter, Twitter Lily Smooches. Peace. Until next time.